It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And welcome to Carcone Carne, still being held here in captivity. It's Quarantine Con Carne. I'm James Van Osdell, and my guests today are the writer, director, and lead actor of the new movie Getaway, which is out tomorrow on VOD and DVD. It is writer, director, Blaine Weaver. It is lead actor, Emma Norville. Uh, good evening to you both on the eve of this, this video release. Thanks for taking time out. Hey, thanks for uh, having us. We're very excited to talk about this movie. Yes. As you should be. I, I loved watching it. I, I watched it over the weekend. One thing we need to get out of the way before we really dig into the movie is the fact that Emma is there with her cat. And this right. is one of the great things about doing these Zoom meetings is we get to see people's pets. I mean, you, you both are very interesting. Yes, the movie's great. But I, 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 I want to know about the cat. What's the cat's name? Um, well, actually, there's a little controversy over the cat's name. Um, so when we adopted the cat, uh, all of the kittens were named after little women. So she was Amy. Um, but it was technically my brother's cat and he loves pickles. So he renamed her pickle. I don't like pickles at all. So <laughs> I call her Amy and he calls her pickle. So <laughs> pickle sounds like the nickname that a, like an older woman in the fifties who smokes a lot of cigarettes would have <laughs> that's pickles down the block. You're standing outside with a rolling pin. So get away. I, I love that there's a little women tie in with Emma sitting in her library chair and it just <laughs> seems very appropriate. Well, and let's face it, if you like little women, you're going to love Getaway, uh, a movie that's available <laughs> on VOD and sure. DVD tomorrow. Lots of similarities. So to summarize, a bunch of college students head off to the woods. There's no cell phone reception anywhere, and they're there to film a horror movie. Given that setup, I, I'm surprised that things didn't work out as exactly as they were planned. It's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> that it didn't like just, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a perfect scenario for uh, mayhem to ensue. And, uh, and that's what happens. There's a lot of mayhem. So a, a couple carloads of student filmmakers, they, they head off. They have big plans to film a horror movie. And the personalities involved of all these students, just a, a wonderful mix of insecurities and Emma's character, Maddie, is we, we learned very early she's trying to get over a breakup with Noah. He's kind of a dick, but he's dating Kayla now. That's a problem. I mean, look, Maddie could do so much better. Uh, but this breakup really, really did something to Maddie, and she really needs this getaway. And early on, there's this moment where Maddie jumps in the car. Noah's already in there with Kayla, and it's like a Hello Newman moment out of Seinfeld. <laughs> like, hello, Noah. Hello, <laughs> Kayla. And I, I love... Blaine, the car rides, the, these, these, these trips out to the woods, this is where you do all the character setup for the movie. This is where we learn everything we need to know about all the, all the people involved. There's Catherine, the pretentious empath. Um, I, I forgot the character's name. You obviously know me from my student government work. <laughs> uh, well, that was uh, Christelle, but I can't remember her character name. What was her character? Abigail. Because, yes, Abigail. We learn everything we need to know there. This movie is, it's like an old school slasher flick, but it's a very postmodern take on a, on a slasher movie. It's a very meta 
present. I mean, early on in the movie, if you want to get meta, it's established that the slasher flick is the lowest form of entertainment. Like <laughs> you start the movie laughing at yourself. This had to have been fun to write. It was uh, amazingly fun to write. I, like I had an old version of a, a movie that was kind of like this, but when we, you know, dropped into making this movie in a uh, very tight uh, schedule uh, with the actors that we had, we kind of kept playing and playing and playing with the actors, adding, you know, pieces to everything and everything that I've experienced making movies from independent uh, film, you know, all the way up to, to bigger movies. Everything that I thought was funny about making movies worked its way into this. And every obstacle that we hit whilst making this movie about making movies worked its way into the movie. So it, it, it was a very fun uh, scripting process, which carried on throughout the entire shooting. Well, and independent filmmaking doesn't always make it through production without some incidents or some setbacks <laughs> or challenges along the way. What, what experiences did this bring about? Well, I, I'll, I'll set this up and then throw it to Emma because I know she's got tons of things about it. But the entire nature of us making this movie was a surprise. Uh, I had gone to uh, Winchester, Virginia to make a Lifetime movie, and I was in prep to direct this movie. And the financing fell through very suddenly. And uh, so I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go back to Los Angeles. And then the, the film studio at Shenandoah, which was the production company we were dealing with there, was like, well, hold on. You're here. What do you think? Is there anything that we could come up with? And, you know, they gave me a modest budget, uh, modest <laughs> budget. And we started brainstorming. And I had this older script and we did some retooling. And I was working at the university at the time and I was working uh, Shenandoah University has a great actors uh, conservatory. So like I was thinking about like pulling some of these actors and doing this crazy movie, but we only had five weeks. So we tore into making this movie basically with the script constantly in flux and uh, new talent that had never been on a movie set and uh, myself and the DP and the producer, the only people that were on set. And so it was crazy from the beginning to the end, uh, dealing with shooting all nights, shooting uh, at a uh, location that had shut the water off that worked into the movie. Uh, <laughs> it, it was incredibly cold in Virginia, more so than uh, in LA. Uh, so there were constant surprises and uh, my cast rolled with it. Emma, take it. Um, let's see, uh, thing, I mean, I, things are always destined to go not as you, exactly as you planned. Like there would be, um, shirts that would get torn and uh, a few scenes later, Blaine realizes, wait, we need that shirt not torn. <laughs> how can we, how can That's we fix this up and make it look like an unstabbed shirt? Continuity um, matters. <laughs> Apparently it does. <laughs> yeah, some people do notice. <laughs> For sure. And I, um, it snowed uh, right near the end of our shoot. We still had a significant amount that we needed to get done. Um, but we had kind of established that we were filming in fall, and it was kind of fall weather, I, I think. And then all of a sudden, there's snow everywhere. Um, so we had to set up shots around the snow and crop it out a little bit. I think in some shots, you can still kind of see it, but um, if you're looking for it, you can't, 
thank goodness we didn't pretend it was summer. Like, you know, that they very easily could have happened, but we were like, no, it's fall. Everybody can wear jackets. And we had no idea when we made that decision how thankful we would be in the middle of the night, in the middle <laughs> of the woods, uh, <laughs> covered in sticky sugar-coated blood, uh, <laughs> how important those coats would be. Because five weeks on paper sounds to, to someone who doesn't make movies, sounds like a long time. That's over a month. But in reality, I mean, you're just that, that's a relentless schedule to do. Yeah, all most of the stuff you had to we're do. Um, working around uh, everyone's schedule. And I mean, we were conservatory students, so we had class all day long. Oh and then um, some people had jobs and some people had other extra things that they had to attend to. So it was I'm sure Blaine was just tearing his hair out, trying to figure out how to get everyone in one place at one time. Um. <laughs> it, was, it was honestly the hardest shoot that I've ever done. And uh, like specifically an important caveat to that was that some shoots can be very difficult because of the personalities involved. Uh, and this was not that at all. Everybody was on board. Everybody was very excited about making, you know, the film, which is great. But we were dealing with all of these things where me as an independent filmmaker was like, oh, great. We'll just uh, we'll just go to this campground. We'll shoot all day, uh, shoot all night and then sleep all day and then shoot it. The but everyone had these schedules that because we were in town to shoot this other movie, we hadn't prepped all of this other stuff. So we were suddenly juggling everyone's schedule, which was crazy. And the, the snow day that Emma mentioned destroyed us because everyone was leaving town the day before Thanksgiving. So we had like two days to finish the movie. We did a 19 hour day, which is the longest day I've ever done on a movie. Luckily, most of the actors weren't there all the time. I think Emma might've been I think <laughs> from the beginning to the you end. We spent a lot of time together, Blaine. <laughs> we did, but we get to send Why people home. And, me? Oh my goodness. It was, it was very trying and, all of the end of the second act climax, right? All of the stuff that leads to the third act, which James, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil anything, mm -hmm. but that was all shot in order. Middle of the night, we wrapped as the sun was coming up and that was the last day of shooting. That's amazing. So the character that Emma plays, Maddie, very vulnerable girl next door. Emma's very believable, very likable in this role. Blaine, how did you know that Emma was your Maddie? What what was it? I, and Emma, if this is embarrassing or weird to listen to this, you can cover your ears or something. Well, we, you know, we, we had a meeting, uh, like, uh, I think, didn't we meet before you auditioned or did you audition first? Which which meeting? Uh, like, the, basically, I think you came in and auditioned. And I was like, I want you to star in this movie. Can you do this? Do you have time to do this? Are you available to do this? Because it's a lot. You're everything. The movie is on your shoulders. Like, yeah. And <laughs> But it was a quick uh, love affair for me of like, she's it. She can do it. She can do the whole thing. And like, I want her. And then we did some rewriting of the script just basically because I knew Maddie or I knew Emma. And I'm like, this is now who Maddie is. Uh, but is that how you remember it, Emma? Yeah, and I, um, I also remember us watching all of our auditions because we, we filmed all of them and um, just seeing how everyone's roles kind of evolved because we had a sample of the script 
Um, and we had an idea of the characters, but they really shifted based on who was playing the role. Um, all the roles were, I think, perfect for each individual person playing them. It was their antics were very specific to them. Not saying that, you know, Kira's a pretentious uh, empath, empath right. but she can, <laughs> but do, that. She can yeah. do that really well. Yeah. So I, I think uh, that really, you know, affected the outcome of it. That was most of the, the rewrites that happened, James, was we would take the uh, essence of what we had and pivot because there were so many things that were in the original script that we couldn't accomplish on our budget level or where we were or whatever. So we were constantly hitting walls and pivoting. And uh, I, I think the stuff that I'm the most proud of is uh, the building the characters around the talent that we had and, you know, shining uh, what they're the best at, you know, and uh, that was really satisfying. I, I'm just, I mentioned it before. I'm just impressed with how well-defined they were before anything, any, any action really happened. You had a really clear sense of who the, who the parties were and, and what their motivations were. One Which, of the best benefits of this situation was we were at this university and we had rehearsal time. So we could sit there and read through and read through and the, you know, Kids could tell me how bad my dialogue is for 20 seconds. (laughs) And uh, I would go back and change it and be like, oh, people don't talk like this anymore and make a little adjustment. (laughs) And all of a sudden, you know, I'm the voice of uh, youth in America. (laughs) It was meant meant to be. It was meant to be. Uh, Emma, this is your first feature film. Yes. Does this raise or lower lower the bar for future movie making for you? Um... I mean, I, I definitely, <laughs> definitely the coolest thing I've done thus far. <laughs> um, but I, I, I mean, I've gone on to do some other things, some other uh, indie projects, uh, which have also been cool. But this, I mean, being the lead in a slasher film is very is a very unique experience, one that I wish for everyone. But <laughs> and, and again, um, it's, it's almost reductive just to call it a slasher film because it has a very modern feel it just the meta presentation i think elevates it beyond the typical oh there's a scarecrow killer in the woods there's there's more going on there um one of the modern spins in this movie is the notion of kids who just want to be famous we're in an era of social media influencers tiktok stars viral videos that feels especially resonant was that something you're trying to get across plane you know i i have a you can ask Emma about this because I have a lot of opinions about things. I have a lot of very strong opinions about things. And I have an opinion about that, which irritates me a lot. You know, I talk a lot about where um, if you're an artist, you're an artist, you know, and if fame comes with that, fantastic. But that's not can't be the reason you do this kind of thing. So uh, the, the meta part of the movie is so much based on things that irritate me, things that amuse me things that uh, I see a lot and we, we were able to build it all into a student horror film project, you know, of like a microcosm of everything that happens in indie film and bigger film. Like it's not really that different. You see the same, you know, uh, archetypes in all of it. Uh, but yeah, that bugs me. So I did, I did, I did want to comment a little bit on that, I guess. Emma, any thoughts on that? I feel like you can really tell it's um, where Blaine's writing is uh, right when they get out at the campsite 
and they're checking to see if their Wi-Fi is working. And the one person says like, oh, Snapchat's working. And then the other one says, oh, that's weird. Let me check Insta and see if that's working. <laughs> I was like, that's such a, <laughs> I don't think any um, <laughs> millennial person would be like, oh, internet's not working there. Let me check this other app to see if the internet's working on this one. <laughs> I see it. I'm telling you, I see it. Yes. <laughs> So timing wise, we were talking about this a little bit before we started. I, this has been the year for horrors, especially VOD. And, and it's worth mentioning again, Getaway out tomorrow. We're recording this on Tuesday, the 21st, out tomorrow, the 22nd on VOD and DVD. I don't know what it is about the pandemic or the fact that we're in this perpetual state of existential dread, but horror really has connected this year. So I think timing wise, as we're all, you know, cheerfully watching Elf and Christmas vacation. I think a movie like this couldn't be better positioned. It's like an antidote to all that. I mean, I, I think so. I, I, when we first got the the drop date from Gravitas Ventures, you know, it was like, oh, right in the middle of Christmas. That's strange, but okay. But the more I thought about it, the more it made perfect sense because uh, I, I made a movie called Santa Girl, which is on Netflix right now, and uh, that was a shameless plug. <laughs> it's a shameless plug. It's fine. Uh, but after I made Santa Girl. I wanted to make something completely different. And so I made Getaway. And so I get that the viewing audience would feel very similar to how I felt. You know, if they're like, hey, Christmas is great. Here's Santa, here's some elves. This is all super fun. Let's do something really dark now. I need to see some, you know, blood and craziness right now. And then you can go back and you can watch some more, you know, uh, Christmas spirit films. I, I think horror, it's like, going to the amusement park. It's like that, that visceral feeling you have when you go up the track and you hit the precipice and you're about to go careening down. That's the way I feel watching horror. It's that thrill. It's that excitement. Like, Oh shit, I I'm, I'm, I'm facing something that scares me. And it, it keeps you, it keeps me regular. I, I, I love, I love <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I want like people to watch getaway and like have the scares, have the, you know, feeling of dread, but also have a couple of laughs, have some fun. And then, eat their popcorn and at the end of the day be like man that was great that's what we want this ride to be one of my favorite moments happens early in the movie it's the encounter with the the hillbilly woman it's the discovery of the the scarecrow face picked yeah. up by the side of the road as far as look goes i think it's important for a movie like this for a horror movie for a slasher movie to nail the visual of the monster the big bad was the scarecrow face something that you had in your head all along was it a revelation down the road it's it's funny how backwards it came about because it's like i just wrote that you know a long time ago without thinking much of it and i haven't revisited it while we were doing pre-production but i have this costume designer production designer taylor gray burke who's great and i've worked with before and i just have uh, the utmost confidence in her but she brought this mask in and i'm like this is it like this could literally be on a actual scarecrow removed and then be the scariest mask in the world. Uh, like us playing with that mask the day that we got it, like we were still two weeks out from shooting and I'm running around with this mask on because that's the kind of nerd I am. Uh, yeah. And we can test, but, uh, but it was just hiring great people to do their job and letting them play. And that was Taylor going off, being creative and coming back. And I'm like, man, that's scary. <laughs> What's interesting as I'm watching this movie, I think I kind of know where it's going, 
it's kind of set up so you can kind of you, you think you have it figured out. I didn't have it figured out at all. I, I really and that that's I mean, a lot of historic historical slasher movies are pretty predictable. This isn't predictable at all. And I love the fact that it took a turn. I didn't see coming that made it more thrilling for me I, when the thing I'm referring to happened. I, I'm just looking at I'm watching on my desktop computer. I'm like, no shit. No shit. <laughs> OK, OK. I, and I love it. Again, the movie is Getaway out tomorrow on VOD and DVD. Takeaways. This experience, you, you did it in record time. It looks it plays great. What are both your takeaways from making this movie? as you move forward in your careers. Emma, hit it. Well, I mean, this movie in particular, I really love, you know, gathering my friends and watching it with them. Um, Cause it's just so satisfying for me to, you know, see their reactions just to everything. Um, you know, I've had some people, you know, reach out and say, Emma, I want to watch this movie, but uh, I, scary movies aren't my thing and I don't want to be afraid. And I'm just like, it's not scary. And then I'm just like, wait a minute. I don't think it's scary because I know it happens. Right. <laughs> Not everybody's experience. So it's interesting, you know, watching it with other people and, and seeing like what spooks them, like what they laugh at. And, you know, they're always asking me, Oh, is it this person? Is it this person? And I'm just like, I'm not telling. <laughs> you can't get it out of me. <laughs> yeah. Spend the, spend the hour and a half. You'll, you'll get there. It'll be a pleasant ride. <laughs> Wait, right. How about you? I'm ruin it. <laughs> don't ruin it emma uh this you know it, what i love about being a director being a writer director is that i get to make the movie that i want to see this is the kind of horror film that i love it's uh it's fun it's scary uh it's surprising um and you know we i feel like we pulled together this great cast and this great visual and uh, chad mclaren is my dp and uh uh producer and Paul DeFranco is my producer. We made a movie that we wanted to sit and enjoy. And there's nothing more satisfying than finishing it and being like, this is awesome. I love this movie. And that's how I feel about Getaway. And I hope other people uh, are like me. And <laughs> Doesn't that go back to what you were saying earlier about being an artist? You created a movie that, that spoke to your artistic inclinations. You did what you felt was true to your I think that's absolutely true. And it, it, like this, since we've made Getaway, I've watched so many horror films and new releases and older releases. And uh, I feel like there are so few that, you know, uh, achieve what I like. You know, I, I'm not saying that they aren't right for somebody else, but uh, this movie is definitely it. And I, I just, I'm so proud of it. And I, I really hope people like it. It's a ton of fun to watch. Again, Getaway, I, without even going too far down this road you could in theory make another getaway movie that could happen that could happen very easily i said that I'm exact saying, same thing <laughs> i'm not saying who's still alive but there might be some people if, if anyone is I mean, further this story uh you have to watch all the way to the end to really figure that out <laughs> but, but in theory if and when this takes off on vod there, there might be interest in you uh, going back into the woods with a bunch of uh, fresh-faced college kids I ain't scared of it. I want some more money for it this time. <laughs> Not for me, you understand. Uh, just so that we have heat. Is heat okay, James? Can I have heat and heat running water. water? Yeah. Not allowed. 
those, <laughs> those newfangled modern amenities. Yeah, it would kind of change the dynamic, wouldn't it, Emma? If we actually had, you know, a warm place to go on, and wardrobe, it wouldn't have been as real. <laughs> I, it, it, it's uh, it's funny, but it's true that I was the person being like, "Oh, uh, what do we do with this outfit, Taylor?" Where you know, she'd be off doing something else. But <laughs> so many times it was me pouring the blood on people's faces and being like, don't worry about it. Uh, this is great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Again, Emma's performance, definitely a standout. Uh, very well, well selected or well cast uh, as Maddie. Just so it's the girl next door. It's that, that yeah. innocent, vulnerable it's hard to get across as well as you did, Emma. So really nice job with. Thank you so much. <laughs> with this movie. But let me just remind you, I get full credit for that because that was my decision. It's all Blaine. Yes, yes Blaine, you're the best. <laughs> my performance. Obviously. Got to hand it to him. We're, we're, all, we're all humbled and awed. Blaine, you're amazing. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Thank yes, you. there it is. Uh, what a fun movie. And again, the timing, I think it's great. I, I think sometimes we just need to withdraw from, from the very polite, sugary world of the holidays and dig into something like a good old-fashioned fun slasher movie with twists and fun characters. And uh, you guys nailed it. I, I love it. I, I recommend people check it out this week. Thank you. I, I would say when they're at home, we're all at home. They should just check it out. It, it goes yeah. without saying. Yeah, absolutely. We're well, not going anywhere. So Read the movie. <laughs> Get in there, turn the lights off, watch a scary movie, you know, uh, have a glass of wine because all movies are better after a glass of wine and uh, be scared for a little bit. Yeah, the more you drink, the better everything seems. It's mm -hmm. true. Uh, any true. form of entertainment. Uh, Blaine and Emma, thank you so much for doing this. What Thanks a pleasure. Yes. Thank you, James.